0: Welcome to the Ten Again podcast. My name is Alex B. It is Tuesday, June second, second day of June. Lots to talk about today. We even got a voicemail. You like that beat? That's Megan the Stallion, and the song is called Savage. It's the, like literally the number one song in the country. Um, there's a remake of it with uh, Beyonce. It has a version, I believe. Nicki Minaj, and then there's that Carol Baskin TikTok song that has this beat. Carol Baskin. And I'm sure if you're on TikTok, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. So, see how I try to sound a little bit relevant on what's going on in today's trend by talking about TikTok, which I still don't get. But like I said, I'm a I'm a 51 year old white male who, who does who can't dance to save his life. So TikTok is not the option for me. Lots to talk about on the podcast today. I know yesterday I was kind of uh, kind of on a tangent about everything that was going on over the weekend. Um, so there's a lot to talk about. Um, I'm going to play that voicemail I told you about. Um, I was going to do it yesterday, but yesterday kind of wasn't a topic because I was kind of just wanted to get some things out. But you can always chime into the podcast anytime you want. Don't be scared. 317-245-6396 is the telephone number. Um, if you've got some thoughts you want to share, opinions, comments, concerns, um, I got a voicemail left talking about how some of my full disclosure never being to the Indy 500 amongst other things. We'll get to that shortly. Uh, remember today is primary voting day here in Indiana. Get out there and vote. Today is the primaries. Find your, find your poll, do it online, do whatever you got to do. If you have no idea where to go, simply type in, where do I vote on Google? It's really simple. It's about as simple. And I, and I say this all the time when people get on Facebook and say, Hey, do you know pizza huts open when you can sit there and dial seven numbers and call pizza hut yourself or wherever you're trying to call it drives me bananas. And I didn't mean to get on a tangent. Does anybody know if, if Planet Fitness is open? Pick up the phone and call. You're wasting more time typing that whole status update, waiting for people to validate you and give you an answer rather than calling the business yourself. If you're using the same device primarily. God forbid you actually call the business and get the actual truth instead of somebody goes, well, I think they're open, but I don't think you can have more than to-. Just call them. Sorry about that. <laughs> I rant. All right, so yeah, today's Indiana primary voting day. So make sure you get out there and vote. We'll talk a little bit what's uh, what's been happening with the whole uh, protesting stuff. Some actually good news out of Indianapolis yesterday. Um, they were headed towards the to, towards the governor's mansion, and it, it turned out pretty good. We'll talk about that. Rick Ross is in the news. You guys know Rick Ross, don't you? The boss, Rick Ross. Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather. Um. The Mayor of Carmel, who's a little bit ridiculous on some of the things he was trying to pull, but that's kind of changed. And we'll talk about some of my full disclosure stuff coming up based on the uh, voicemail that I told you about. So uh, get relaxed. I'm going to play a tune, kind of get everybody a little bit relaxed, and then um, we'll fire off the different topics I just told you about. If that sounds good, I'll roll some music, and then I'll be back. I'll be back shortly. I promise. Oh See, see how that kind of just relaxes you, puts you in a kind of a good mood. It's the Ten Again Podcast. My name is Alex B. Good morning, or good afternoon, depending on whatever time you're listening to this. Um, for me, who was recording this at about eight fifteen in the morning, it is um, it's good morning. So yesterday, I was watching, you know, I was watching the news here in Indianapolis and saw that the curfew was again going to be in place um, for eight o'clock. Means everybody get off the road, you know, get out of Marion County. Roads are blocked. Da 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 da. Well, the governor's mansion is in Marion County, right? 46th and Meridian or so. Um, the day before when the curfew was in place, I saw some folks getting arrested that didn't think they could... Had to listen to anything. That was didn't turn out right for them. So I'm watching this, these people that are marching towards the protesters. They're mar- to- marching towards the governor's mansion. There's cameras set up. There's like this big line of cops and they got the riot shields on and the squat cars with all the lights. And... There was some back and forth going on in exchange, and it ended peacefully. And uh, one of the police officers, I don't know how many, because I, I, I kind of i fell asleep, actually, because when you don't do much all day, you kind of nap a lot. Um, and it ended peacefully. Um, there was some some talk going back and forth, and, and the, uh, two of the organizers, one of the organizers, you know, Gave each other a hug, they shook hands, and, and they marched a little bit in solidarity, which is very, very cool. And it didn't just happen in Indiana, Indianapolis. It's happened a couple other places where people want to be heard. That's it. They just want to be heard. They want to be acknowledged that there's, there's a problem with the system. And then when you have the police that are acknowledging that, and they're going to work with them, and they're going to listen to them, and it's not going to be hostile, it's a beautiful thing. So it was very, very good to see that yesterday. And a couple other places I saw that, too, where... Where police were talking with protest organizers, saying, "Hey, look, man, we know we know what's up. We know we know that the stuff's messed up. Because, like, like I said, not all, not not everybody who's protesting is violent. You know, a looter. Not every cop is. But you know what I mean. So it was very it was a very beautiful thing to see on the news to see some positive news. And I know a couple other cities around that the same thing happened. Um, unfortunately, there was four police officers shot in St. Louis over these protests, and then." There was this is really messed up. This was in Las Vegas, okay? Las Vegas, amongst everywhere else in the country, has got enough problems. But, you know, with, with all the casinos and stuff being closed, trying to reopen, et cetera, et cetera. And there was an officer that was that was getting in a fight with a suspect or an altercation, and somebody literally comes up from behind and shoots the officer in the head. Um he's on life support. I hope Again, I've said this before, man, if you fire on a cop, whether you connect or don't connect, it should be lights out. And I'm praying for that officer and the family and people all over, man. It's just, let's just stop it, man. It doesn't, it's not going to get anywhere. Just going to make things worse. Um, So I'm hoping that it's, you know, I'm hoping it's good for him. Life support is just never good. Um, And then I saw the mayor of Carmel this is really funny Carmel of all places like one of the richest areas of, of this you know township whatever that the mayor was gonna take legal action against Minneapolis to to sue them for expenses incurred on having to get additional police protection and et cetera, et cetera. ain't nobody riding in Carmel I mean most people just get pulled over even if you even if your, your car doesn't come on now really Carmel And then I guess he retracted saying he was going to put it on pause because you looked stupid. In one of the most richest areas, Carmen, come on now. You know, come on now. (laughs) Oh, boy, that didn't end. I mean, somebody obviously probably told him amongst everybody else because I saw the post, man. People just went in on this dude on social media. So he says he's going to pause for now. Could you imagine that? Hey, Carmel, you know, the taxes are ridiculous. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Oh, by the way, we need some money because we had we had uh, we had to get extra reinforcement uh, to protect our city. Come on, now. Most of the time, you're you're you think there's somebody that's sitting right there where it says "Welcome to Carmel" ready to pull your ass over. So whatever. Ugh. Floyd Mayweather, uh, the boxer, is going to pay for George Floyd's <clears throat> funeral. So Floyd, you know, even though he's kind of a loud mouth, hey, the dude's loaded. And he uh, is, is offering a very good gesture to pay for George Floyd's funeral, which I, I find very commendable. Uh, that was reported by ESPN. Um, so that was kind of cool. And I talked about full disclosure, and I'll talk about that in a minute, and I'll get to this voicemail. But Rick Ross, his, um, his, his, his um, baby mama has said if he wants to visit his two children, he has to go take a COVID-19 test. And if he passes, now he hasn't even taken a paternity test, I don't even think. But he has been taking care of these two kids. And she says that if he wants to see the kids, he has to pass a COVID-19 test. Which I, I don't think that's that un you know unthinkable, right? I mean, if he hasn't seen the kids or has been distant or whatever, and she just wants to make sure he's healthy, I don't think that's that unrealistic. I was told I have to take a COVID-19 test. Full disclosure, because sometimes I tell you what's going on in my life. Um, I got a colonoscopy last year. They found something really, really minuscule. It wasn't even nothing. It wasn't about nothing. So I don't want to panic anybody. But they did say they wanted to do one, instead of waiting five years, do one a a year from that date, which is coming up this month, just to make sure nothing else has happened, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know what it's called. It wasn't like nothing major, but it was just something they were keeping an eye on. So when I went to schedule it the other day uh, at the doctor's office, they said, oh, by the way, you have to get a COVID-19 test before we get this procedure done. And I can understand that. You don't want to go into a surgery center and have COVID. But I've, I've heard about this big stick going up your nose, and and it, it, it kind of makes me a little bit nervous. And I'm going to tell you why about that in a second also. Um I think I'm more nervous about getting the COVID test than I am getting the colonoscopy. I've got a colonoscopy done. I mean, the day before is really, as we all anybody that's ever had it done, that's really the, you know, the the, the worst end of it of having to have it be a strict diet and get everything, you know, out of your system or whatever. But a couple of years ago, this is a true story. and Anybody that has worked with me at Indiana Grand uh, and or Hoosier Harris Hoosier Park knows the story. I went to go get a flu test at the CBS and New Pal. This is a true story. It could, I, it, couldn't be any more true. I wasn't feeling good I was kind of dehydrated because I have a tendency of running around and not keeping hydrated and I went to get this flu test at the CVS and you know she puts this like stick thing up my nose and it wasn't a COVID test obviously and I passed out like I fell out so then I'm a half woozy and I'm like hey you know just call my wife just have her come get me man I, I, you know she goes no I'm gonna have to call an ambulance because your blood pressure has plummeted etc cetera, etc cetera. so they literally called this ambulance to CVS and, and put me on a stretcher and are carrying me out of like the little med check place on a freaking stretcher to go to Hancock Hospital to get rehydrated, et cetera, et cetera. So here I am on the stretcher going up the green card aisle, looking at people saying, hey man, I wouldn't go in that med check place because this is the end result, you know, trying to be funny. And an ambulance, could you imagine that? Getting a simple flu test, passing out, People think, oh, no, he's just a puss because he passed out because he got a flu test. No, I was dehydrated. My potassium dropped. But it was just so embarrassing getting taken out of CVS in a stretcher. So I think about this COVID test. I think about the stick going up my nose. And I'm I'm already panicking because the colonoscopy is June 11th next week. And I have to get the COVID test done two days prior. So I'm really nervous about that. Truth be told. 51 years old, and I'm nervous about getting a a flu test. There you go. Full disclosure. Speaking of full disclosure, we're going to get to the voicemail, and then we'll talk about the stuff that uh, has been mentioned on the voicemail. 317-245-6396. And uh, let's take a look. uh, Let's take a listen to the voicemail, if we shall.
1: Hey, I wanted to let you know that uh, hearing a friendly voice and and, uh, good music in the morning is a a great way to start the day, and I appreciate that that you take the time to do that podcast. Uh, Keep it up. Hey, so you were looking for feedback uh, and some ideas, so so here goes. Um, so the, the new revelation department, I didn't know you were married before, so that, that's, a, that's a new one and interesting. Uh, glad things worked out well for you the second time, it's always uh, nice to hear. Um, also, you've never been to the 500, that seems crazy to me, uh, given how long you've been in Indy. Um, so I went to the 100th Celebration uh, race and did the whole thing. Um, it was a great time, and I highly recommend it. Uh, take the days off. It's not as boring as you think, but do it all. Um, I went to you know, car Day practice, the historic race, the infield shows, carb, there's a concert at night, just a great day. You know moving into Saturday, you know the parade in the morning around the uh in this around the circle um then there's a concert in the evening, just great great times, and then you know the the race day was just like this whole spectacle um, totally really worth doing uh once. I don't know I'd go back a second time um I see the point in the race being a little boring, but there is honestly so much more going on. Uh, and it's such a spectacle. I really highly recommend you, you know, you, you take your wife and you go and you do it all. And, um, you know, drink like crazy for sure. I did. I had a friend, uh, who was driving. So that helped a little bit, but yeah, we drank, got drunk, uh, had a, had a great, great time. Um, by the time Monday came around, I couldn't drink another drop. Um, all I wanted to do was sit down and bench. Um, so a great four days, give it a shot. you um, also talked about sticks um, and not being the same with Dennis D. Young, And that, that's funny because you know, I'm, I'm living uh, outside Atlantic City here now, and I've been looking at his picture on billboards uh, coming down uh, the highways toward Atlantic City now for the last month or two. Um, and just now, you know, when you said it, made the connection that uh, Sticks and Dennis DeYoung are touring separately, so he was he had a date in March that I assume was canceled. Um, so I am curious who's fronting for him now, uh, and if the sound is the same. Uh, kind of like, you know, Journey found that guy, I don't remember his name, who uh, replaced Steve Perry, but sounds exactly like him and, you know, brought them, I think, back to relevance, I suppose, on the, the
0: and see the voicemail gets cut off because I think you get like a two minute uh, a two minute uh, time limit, but there 's a part two of the voicemail i 'm going to get in a second, so I think i 'm going to try the five hundred I think he 's right I think rich is right i don 't believe where he said he couldn 't drink a drop on monday because i i 've been around him when he 's been drinking rich does okay so i I half buy rich that that you that you weren't able to you weren't able to drink on that monday because you were just so you were so tapped out i don't know if that's true or not but you know it might be so we're gonna get to the second part of the voicemail uh because yeah it's just it was hold on here we go let me try to get it dig up
1: hey so part two apparently there's time limitations around being too verbose uh so, so suggestions. Hey, I really uh, enjoyed the the Bobby Brown story. You know, you love that that personal connection to some of these people in the past. I'd love to hear more of that. I'm certain you certainly got many more. Also wonder whether, um, you know, you had a cross connection with any of these Hoosier Park bands that might actually, you know, have remembered you back in the radio days, uh, realizing that they, you know, do, I don't know, dozens of those things probably every day or several every day in a show. So that's it for now.
0: Thank you, Rich, for that uh telephone call and uh thank you for the kind words. Rich uh does a lot of uh development stuff. Rich and I have worked together on a couple projects. Uh let's see. I'm trying to I'm trying to go back to what projects we've worked on. Um uh, from a, me from an audiovisual perspective. Uh the Winter Circle Downtown Indianapolis. Um, Winter Circle New Haven. Um, what else? What else have we done? Um, 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 um uh, some projects at the Maryville OTB before it closed. Uh Clarksville OTB. So really smart dude. So thank you, Rich, for calling in. I mean, I don't want just my friends calling up the number for God's sakes. 317-245-6396. Okay? Like call in. Just just chime in and say, hey, tell me what you think. Whatever. I would love to hear from you. Um and yes, Dennis DeYoung. I, I haven't not heard sticks without Dennis DeYoung, but Dennis DeYoung is like the voice of sticks. And when you have a front man like that that leaves a group, you know, you can still you know, you know still have success. Um, kind of like I was talking about with Bobby Brown. As far as having other connections, um, the only person I did, like, kind of mention, remember me from the radio days, is when I went and saw Aaron Lewis at Hammond, at Horseshoe Hammond. You know, Aaron is very, very vocal about, you know, he smokes a lot of weed. I mean, he's just, that's what he does. I mean, not what he does, but one of the things... And I did hold the phone up to him and showed him a picture of Mayday, you know, when he was bald and was wearing the Vans and he was doing a stain thing. And then I'd say, hey, man, remember this? And I think he just did it to patronize me. Go, Oh, yeah. I mean, because I'm in the picture with him. Um, And then I remember the one of the guitar techs um, for Three Doors Down at Harris Hoosier Park and we had them last summer. I remember him because they we've had them either at Mayday or X-Fest uh, at X-103. So I do remember that guy when we kind of had a little talk because I I sometimes get nervous to go up to – because a lot of times uh, when you're in radio, you, you only have interaction with the artist when they want to do an interview or they want to promote a record, and they, they talk to so many people. But the Bobby Brown story, you can listen to that. That's up on the pi- page if you go to thealexb.com. Um, this past Friday, I did a little salute uh, a salute to new edition Bobby Brown, bid DeVoe, and I talked about – um, the first time I ever met Bobby Brown, way, way back in the day, working a new edition show in, um, 88. And then of course, last year when we had RBRM at Harrah's Park. So that's up on the podcast up as well. Feel free to check that out. Feel free to chime in, drop me a line. Yeah. So I really don't have much to do today. So I'm going to get out of here or I should say, uh, stop recording. And, uh, that's pretty much it. So have a great Tuesday. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. You're listening to the Ten Again Podcast. My name is Alex B. We'll talk tomorrow, all right?